Okay, welcome back everybody. So this week is Parshas Matois Masai. This is uh, a very significant double Parsha because we finally catch up with Eretz Yisrael. We were a different Parsha than Eretz Yisrael for the longest time that I can ever remember as being a separate Parsha since um, Pesach, I think, or Shavuos. Uh, in any case, um, so the nine days just began as we speak, is beginning. And I wanted to talk about the halachas of the nine days as they apply to children. I already sent out a short document that goes through the halachas of the nine days and the halachas of Tishbab and what's specific to this, this year because Tishbab falls out on Shabbos and it's Nidcha. So um, you can take a look over there. It was sent out a couple of days earlier so people would have time to uh, do whatever is necessary in preparation for the nine days. But I wanted to focus on something which is not clarified in that document exactly how do we treat children during the nine days. Um, and uh, part of the reason why it's not clarified in that document is because it is not altogether clear. <laughs> the halacha itself is not so clear. So we'll, tr- we'll do our best to try to figure out what is and what isn't. <clears throat> so the nine days obligate us to observe a greater degree of mourning for the base of right? The Gemara requires a, a, this degree of mourning um, for the week that Tishabab occurs within it, uh, known as the Shavuah Shachal by Tishabab. So, for example, if Tishabab would have been on Wednesday, so then beginning from Sunday, the Gemara requires these halachas of mourning. This year, it's a little questionable if we have a Shavuot Shachal by because Tishabah falls out on a Sunday, even though it's technically Shabbos. That's uh, somewhat academic. Regardless, because uh, Ashkenazim have the minig that we extend all halachas of what the Gemara referred to, Shavuot Shachal by the week of Tishabah, the Ashkenazim have the minig that we begin all those halachas from, um, from, uh, from, from uh, Rosh Chaydesh. And that's the, those are the nine days. So what are the halachas of Avelis that we have? The halachas are we don't wash clothes, we don't wear freshly laundered clothing, um, we don't eat wine and meat, we don't bathe or shower or swim, right? Let's discuss those, that group of halachas, clothing, uh, bathing, and eating wine or meat. Now, which of these apply to children, and from what age are we mechanic children with any of these or, or at all? So it's important to know a couple of things. First, the important thing to know here is that there are three levels of children when it comes to these halachas. There are children who aren't the age of chinuch at all, like, for example, a four-year-old, right? That's not even, you don't have to do with anything, essentially. He's below the age of chinuch. Then there are children that are old enough for chinuch, but uh, they're like five or six, right? So depending on the perception of the child and, and, and their understanding. But they aren't old enough for the chinuch of Avelus. Now that's a very specific kind of chinuch, the chinuch for Avelus. That requires more maturity. And so the typical age that we begin chinuch of tzitzis or uh, davening, whatever other chinuch we do, doesn't really apply yet when it comes to Avelus, because Avelus requires a deeper level of understanding that a child simply doesn't have. We hope us as adults have it. <clears throat> but in any case, certainly children don't. So that begins at about 9 or 10, okay? So we have three levels of children. One child who's not even shayach t'chinuch at all, four or five years old. Then you have a child who's shayach t'chinuch, but he has nothing to do with Avelus. That's till about 9 or 10. And then you have a child that's 9 or 10 who's old enough for chinuch and chinuch for Avelus. So now, now that we know there are three categories of children, let's begin with talking about eating meat and drinking wine. So once a child is 9 or 10, right? in other words, he's the age, 
of um, he, he's an age that not only is there chiv chinuch, but he's, he can understand the concept of avelos. So he is certainly forbidden to eat or meat or drink wine, right? So that, definitely that age child can eat, drink, uh, eat meat or drink wine. The middle level, which is when a child is past six, so he's old enough for chinuch, but he's too young to understand avelos, that's actually a machlaikis, whether there is an obligation to be mechanach them with not eating um, meat and drinking wine. And it's interesting, it's a good, a good to understand why why there's a machlekes. The reason why there's a machlekes is because you may be familiar that when we make havdalah, the this Master Shabbos, there's a question, what do you do with the Havdalah wine? On Shabbos, you're allowed to drink wine, but on Matzah Shabbos, it's back to the nine days, what do you do with the wine? So, what you're supposed to do, depending if you have access, if you have a child that age, so if you have a child that's old enough to be chenach, so they're older than five or six, but they're not, have, have not yet reached the age of understanding the concept of chenach of Yerushalayim, so they're not nine or ten yet, so they're in that window between six and uh, nine or ten, depending on standing of the child, that's the kid you're supposed to give the wine to. So some Paiskim deduce from there, you see that a child, before he reaches the age of understanding of Elus, you have no obligation. He can he can drink uh, wine and he can eat meat as well. And others say that no, it's only because it's a mitzvah, so we, therefore that's the leniency we are ready to do for a child that age. Uh, but really, typically, he should not be given wine or meat. Now, Lamais, it is a machlaikis, and we the custom is generally to be... Uh, um I'm sorry, someone just asked, does the boy as a cut you mean for drinking wine, have dollar wine? Uh, it could be a girl, too. Um, it can be a girl too, even though there is a there is some Indian that a girl shouldn't drink Havdalah wine, but if, if there's nobody else, you actually could could or should give it to a girl. Um, in any case, um, so uh, so some folks can say that it has to do with, with uh, it's a special leniency because it's a mitzvah, others say no, it must be there excluded. And therefore, and therefore, we are machmir, but it's good to know that there's a machlaik is because if you have a child that for some reason that's all they want to eat is meat, it's a little unusual, but there are children like that, that that's the only thing they're going to eat, so then you could be lenient up to the age of uh, of when they're old enough to understand the avails of the harp, which is 9 or 10. However, a child that's less than the age of chinuch at all, so that means the child is less than 5, so he's the lowest madrega here, he's not even shaykh to chinuch, many paiskim hold that you can feed him meat and he can drink wine, and he's not included in this concept at all. Um, even there, there is a custom, there are, there are a number of, there are paiskim who hold that you should be machmer, and I believe it's, the, the custom we kind of have is that everybody eats what the family eats. That's generally the way we do things in our in our homes. You know, if we don't eat it, then he doesn't need it, or she doesn't need it. But again, it's important to realize that if the kid is wants to eat meat for whatever reason, it wants something, you most certainly can give it to a child that's that young. That's for sure. Now, when it comes to Arab Shabbos, if uh, you're ma- you're making Shabbos a little later and the child's bedtime is earlier, so you what we do a lot of times is we give them their Shabbos suda, quote unquote. Uh, before they go to sleep, so then you're allowed to give them Shabbos food, because technically we actually look at it like it's their Shabbos, so you can give them Shabbos food even though it's fleshigs, whatever age it is, well, even though once a child is 9 or 10, he can't go to sleep because he really, you do, you most certainly have an obligation for him to stay up and hear Kiddush and hear Abdallah, it's a real Chiyav Chinuch at that point, so it wouldn't re- be relevant anyway for a child that's 9 or 10, so a child that's younger, um, you, he can give him uh, his suit of Shabbos, he can eat Fleischigs at that point. Now, so that's as far as meat and uh, wine are concerned. There's these three levels, and it's not 100% clear what the halacha is, but this is pretty much how we approach it. Now, let's discuss clothing. So there's a heter to wash clothing for a child. 
essentially, if you look at the source, the source really is for a baby or, uh, you know, a child up to like two or three, where they get dirty, they, you had to wash diapers in those days, and that was really what was being dis- said at the time, that it's a mutter to wash children's clothing. Now, we extend that, we're a little bit um, lenient, and we extend that to any child that gets their, ch- their clothing dirty on a regular basis, meaning to say that they don't care whether their clothing is dirty or not. They, they walk around, they have absolutely no, it doesn't bother them. So that is where we draw the line. So if it, really, it's, you can't really give an age to that. It really depends on the kid, it often depends on a boy or a girl, and it depends on the, at what point it, it starts to bother them, and they're careful to, start, to try not to get their clothing dirty. At that point, um, you do, then they're included and you can't wash their clothing just the same way we can't wash our own clothing. So that's important to realize that children are included and the Ramah that says that you could wash children's clothing says very clearly, but you aren't allowed to wa- wash others, other children's clothing. So there are most certainly children that their clothing cannot be washed. That's a halacha. What exactly the age is, this is the drawing, this is the line and every person can decide for themselves if their child every day comes home looking like they rolled in the mud and in the grass and in everything that there is. So clearly they don't care. Then they're like a very little child. But if they are careful about their clothing and they get upset when they get dirty, then they are old enough and uh, you, you can't wash their clothing. Now, the interesting issue over here is, and, and all of you can you know, think about whether you've done this or you've seen anybody do this, is that we don't really require children to put on their clothing before the nine days, to wear that they shouldn't wear fresh laundry clothing. And technically, there's no reason why we shouldn't because... Um, uh, this, you know, even the children who will soil their clothing and will wash it, so fine, we have a heter to wash it, but there's, they can make it, there's no reason why they should wear fresh clothing uh, if they're not supposed to wear fresh clothing. So you should either wear it before the nine days or on the nine days, you should put it on the floor and stomp on it, you know, whatever you do to make the clothing not fresh. However, the fact is that I I don't remember doing that as a child. I don't remember anybody doing it as a child. Um, I called my father-in-law, Rabbi Bass, and I asked him uh, what he knows about that, and he was also very unclear. He's not sure if there is such a thing or not. So perhaps I did it like when I was 12. It's possible, but I don't know. I really don't know. And the good thing is is that my son, who's um, 11, is in camp, and I don't talk to him. He doesn't talk to me, so (laughs) I don't have to deal with the question as far as he's concerned, but I, I really don't know. That's the truth. And the bottom line is I don't see, I haven't seen people doing it, so... I can't tell people that you have to do it. I don't know. Certainly now it's irrelevant anyway because we're in the nine days. So at this point, whatever it is, is. Um, Lastly, regarding bathing and swimming. So children who are, again, the three levels, right? So children that are beneath the level of of, um, chinuch are certainly allowed to be washed. So that's up to five or six. From five or six till nine, which is they're old enough for chinuch, but they can't understand avelas, they too are permitted to bathe. But older children, once they're old enough to understand the concept of avelas, beginning at about nine or ten, um, then they have the same status as adults. What is the status of adults, you may ask? The status of adults when it comes to washing is that you are not supposed to wash unless absolutely necessary, which is that you're very uncomfortable, you got dirty, you got very sweaty, and then you do the very minimum necessary lukewarm water and as short as possible and as little soap and shampoo as possible. Very important. It's very important that even if you do have to wash, which is fine, you know, we have to wash. It's our custom. We're istinists these days. We're much more makbid. But that doesn't mean we drop the recognition that it's the nine days. And during the nine days, that even if we do wash, we make it significantly different than the than the regular shower we would take. And we make it an uncomfortable shower. It's quick. Uh, it's it's the just you know just bearable. 
and we just use the minimum amounts of soap that we can use and, and that's that's really the right way to observe these halachas even if you are taking a shower to observe this um the halachas are what you need to do and if you take a look in the sheet i discuss what it is regarding this shabbos and regarding next shabbos we don't have to go into that now but anyway so older children will have the same status as as adults and therefore they do need to get washed obviously they get dirty but uh it should be lukewarm water and it should be quick and etc the same level uh, that we do for uh, we we do for adults. Now, swimming is something that really everybody should avoid. I've been asked multiple times about swimming lessons during the nine days. It's I can't say it's also for young children. Obviously, they're having to bathe, but it's not recommended. It was certainly not done. Uh, that I do know. Swimming was just out, off the table during the nine days. But what children certainly can do is they can walk, run through a sprinkler and get cold. You know, that they can do. That's that's permitted. That's just having fun. That's not bathing. It's essentially getting dirty, really. So that would be allowed. So that summarizes pretty much what we know about children during the nine days. There is a lot of unclarity, but this is what I think is the way we, how we approach it.